0: Hello, welcome to Leftist Labor History. My name is Nate and I am the host, and this is the introductory episode. This is going to be a series looking at U.S. history um, from a labor perspective. It's also going to be um, looking at this history from a leftist perspective. I'm a socialist. Um, I'm also a historian. I have a master's uh, in U.S. history. I am making this series because I think that it's a useful history for uh, leftists to know about. To, you know, have to agree with me on every point. I think this will be instructive for anybody who wants to learn about uh, U.S. history or labor history in particular. Um, so the plan is to have 10 episodes, and uh, each one should be able to stand on its own. So if you there is a topic you are most interested in, you can go straight to that one. But um, that being said, I do recommend that you watch the whole series, get the full sweep of history. A lot of this stuff is nuanced. Um, it is a complicated history. And I'm going to be revisiting certain themes, certain topics, the devils in the details, as it were. That's something that makes this a daunting thing to look at and to study and to try to extract some kind of knowledge from. But it but I think that is that's kind of the virtue of this type of history is this is this is where, you know, the rubber meets the road, as it were. Um, The bad news is there are not a lot of takeaways. There are not a lot of easy easy lessons. um, Just because there are a lot of ways to make mistakes. But those mistakes, I mean, the good news is those mistakes have already been made. So we are able to learn from the mistakes of the past. So in that vein of things being complicated and nuanced, I want to kick this off with um, with an introduction of the way that uh, the left has had a complicated um, somewhat critical uh, relationship with organized labor. And this goes back to Marx. So Marx, who I mean, just to just to kind of refresh, Marxism is really the central focus is on labor. Labor is the source of all profit, um, specifically the exploitation of labor. So despite labor and workers and the working class being being pretty much the principal focus of Marxism, he did not really outline in very specific terms what he thought the role of uh, labor unions should be. So Marx did have a few things to say about organized labor. So in 1866 when he was helping to organize um, the International Working Men's Association or the First International, he had this to say about the trades unions. The only social power of the workmen is their number. The force of numbers, however, is broken by disunion. The disunion of the workmen is created and perpetuated by their unavoidable competition among themselves. Trades unions originally sprang up from the spontaneous attempts of workmen at removing or at least checking that competition. So, this is this is this is pretty intuitive, right? So, um, you know, wage labor is becoming more prevalent, and uh, what uh, the capitalist class, what the bourgeoisie does is pits um, working people in competition with each other, right? So that's the disunion. They're competing with each other for the jobs. He goes on to say, the immediate object of trades unions was therefore confined to everyday necessities, to expediences for the obstruction of the incessant encroachments of capital, in one word, to questions of wages and time of labor. This activity of the trades unions is not only legitimate, it is necessary. So, yeah, there's an endorsement of the purpose of trades unions. You get workers together. They're going to advocate for wages and for better conditions. That's, that is inevitable. That is necessary. That is good. But Marxism requires something more of... Um, organized labor. So Marx goes on to say, apart from their original purposes, they must now learn to act deliberately as organizing centers of the working class in the broad interest of its complete emancipation. So Marx and Engels, as as the 19th century would would move on, would see how um, in England, especially the trades unions, uh, began to work in cooperation with the labor party, which is to say they became part of the political establishment and, you know, whatever kind of revolutionary potential that was there, they felt had been, you know, co-opted by um, capitalism essentially. So organizing, advocating for your own material needs is great and good. And at the same time, there needs to be something more. And I think that this kind of uh, parallels, in, in some sense, what um, I think sometimes there's, a, there's kind of a common misapprehension of, of what it is that Marxism is. Um, in a materialist understanding of, of history, which is to say, you know, Marx drawing on um, Hegel's, Hegel's dialectic would look more at economic conditions. Um, So I think sometimes though we say, well, Marx was a materialist and so for Marx only economic conditions or only material conditions are what's important. Um, And that's not true. Um, Marx noted that disunion among workers, right, that's, that's whatever you want to call it. I mean, that's not strictly the kind of bread and butter issues um, that the trades unions were concerned about—that we're going to see, you know, labor unions in the U.S. Some of them are solely focused on that to the point where um, they're being used in the division of the working class. Um, point I'm trying to make is, you know, for Marx there was the base of economic relationships, but there also was the sur- the superstructure, um, the cultural. Um, side of capitalism that reinforces the base, and um, that the base in, in turn reinforces. Both of the both of these things are very important to Marxism. Um, you know, simply being a worker is not some kind of inherently Marxist thing. Uh, even you know, joining a labor union is not some inherently Marxist or socialist thing. Um, and I, again, I think in the U.S. there's there's a bit of a we tend to think of labor unions as inherently progressive or inherently left. And and understandably, I mean, conservatives did wage a concerted war against organized labor and um, especially in the last half of the 20th century. And so that kind of creates an us versus them. um I am pro-labor. I just want to say that I am in for, I am in favor of workers organizing, but I also, I mean, I will, I will appeal to Marx here. I also believe that simply being in a labor union is not, is not necessarily enough. Anyway, so that being said, um, we've got, we've got, we've got a, somewhat rocky road ahead of us, but I think it's very, it's going to be very useful. I think it's going to be very instructive and, um, I hope you will tune in to the next episode. Thanks.